This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, before we get the show started, Horse Radio Network for the first time has a wide selection of Horse Radio Network merchandise available for the holidays. Hats, saddle pads, masks, clothing, mugs, and so much more, either screen printed or embroidered. Get your orders in now for you or your HRN listening friends. Visit horseradionetwork.com and click on the banner on the homepage today. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, everybody, and I'm Glenn Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm in Norman, Oklahoma, and you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's December 11th, episode 2578, brought to you today by our special friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World, and happy Hanukkah! Coming to you live from Santa's workshop at the North Pole, everyone's favorite elves, Jamie Jumperbottom and Glenn Scooter Pops. I really wanted to hear the South Park Hanukkah song. I, I dug that one out of the archives right there. <laughs> God, that must be 10 years old, that opener. Hey, uh, I, you know, last week we started Friday with a loser of the week. What do you say we do that again today? I like it. Man, you are one pathetic loser. So St. Petersburg, not Florida this time, but Russia, a 25-year-old man, tried to make a pass at a woman on horseback at the, in the city center around midnight. Apparently she was having none of it and rejected him, and so he tried to kiss uh, her horse. Uh, she apparently this warned him. This is a him. weird story that I don't understand. So this lady's just riding around a city center and the like at midnight, at midnight. I don't know what happens in St. Petersburg, Russia. So I don't know. I guess so. Um, and apparently he went to kiss the horse. She warned him that the horse may bite, and apparently he did. He bit the uh, the guy's nose right off. Oh, my God. Uh, Yes. So he bit his nose off, took him to the hospital. Uh, The police jokingly said that he got off easy. Uh, If he he had come in from the rear, the hoof injuries would have been much worse and more severe than a cosmetic defect. I think he he had his nose bitten off. Yeah, that's right. That's what. That's what I said. I think nose biting off is more than a cosmetic defect. Uh, I, I don't. don't I'm still confused as to why there's a woman riding a horse in the middle of the city center at midnight, and why there's a drunk guy that got close enough to try to French kiss the horse. I think vodka had a lot to do with both. To be honest. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've never that, got in trouble with vodka, so I would never know. No, you would never know about vodka. No, vodka's wicked. I have a hero of the week, though, to follow the loser of the week, and this oh, guy. Good. This guy is from Florida. He's a Florida man, but he didn't what? do anything stupid. Florida he did, man, he, yes, and hero in the same sentence. 
That is Look cool. at this. Look at this. Well, his name is uh, Michael Esmond, and actually, we talked about him last year on the show. He's a Florida business owner. He lives up in the panhandle of Florida, and last year, he paid the utility bills of 36 households off in his community of Gulf Breeze. Now, if you remember from your news this year, Gulf Breeze got hit by a couple of hurricanes. Uh, one of the hurricanes sent a barge into the bridge that dis- disabled the bridge that goes to Gulf Breeze. So they weren't able to use the bridge. It's been a kind of a hard year for the people in Gulf Breeze. Um, and that was uh, Hurricane Sally and one of the other hurricanes. So, of course, then COVID and everything else. This year, his business, I didn't say what his business is, but his business did pretty well. So he contacted the utility company. And this year, he paid off 114 households' electric bills. To Aww. the tune of almost eight thousand um, dollars, he apparently holiday cards notifying the residents were mailed out last week. He said there were a lot of them because people are having such a tough time this year that were less than a hundred dollars that were due, but they still could have had their electric cut off. So he paid them all. So I found out him. what he does. What does he do? Michael Edmund uh, as. Esmond of Gulf Breeze, Florida, is the owner of Gulf Breeze Pools and Spas. And he said back in the 80s, he was hit hard when his utilities were shut off. So he said, I've been down on my luck like people are today, where I had trouble paying bills and raising three daughters. So he wanted to pay it forward. I wonder if he was repairing a lot of pools and spas after trees fell on him and stuff. You know, a good year for pools and spas after hurricanes, I guess. I mean, but you wouldn't think that'd be like the first thing you'd go to. But you know what? Maybe you need a hot tub, but you just need a spitz. Yeah, well, the insurance is paying for it. Get it repaired, right? So, well, good for him. Good job. See, I followed up the loser in St. Petersburg, Russia, with a winner in Florida. Coming up on today's Freestyle Friday episode, we are looking back at Radiothon's past, and we have an interview that Jamie and I did with Tick Maynard and Sinead Halpin a couple of years ago. It was a fun talk, and we're going to take a look at that a little later in the show. Also, we have some equine news, some silly stuff. Jamie got some new horses in, and also we have some really bad ads, because it's Friday! Plus... Jamie got a little present in the mail that we have to talk mm-hmm. about. Uh-huh. Dude, I get to go first, which you played the wrong sounder. Hello. If I get the baby Winnie. Um, but I- there you go. <laughs> I mean, come on. You're going to make me go first. I get the right sound. So I would like to uh, give my daily Winnie to, do you remember the horse Normandy Invasion? I know you do because you picked it because you really like the name and he ran in the Kentucky Derby in 2013. Yeah. Well, long time ago. (laughs) Yeah. But still Normandy invasion. I remember where I was sitting. We were discussing Normandy invasion. Well, Normandy invasion is a son of Tappet. Okay. And we all know that Tappet is like the leading sire of the entire, you know, universe. So, um, son of Tappet, Went on. He did all right. He won a couple races, but to the tune of like half a million dollars, ended up winning. He was in some really, he came in second in the Wood Memorial, you know, right before the Derby. Um, finished fourth in the Derby and uh, never really did anything. And so they put him to stud. And then he kind of went from uh, one stud farm to the another. And now he's up in uh, Pennsylvania and he was just pensioned, which means they, they they released him of his stud duties. He has now been castrated and is available for adoption to be re 
home repurposed and recareered. Isn't that awesome? And, and, and the next part is the trailer's picking him up to bring him to your house? Oh, uh, yeah, he's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was waiting for there. I'm trying to find the organization. I uh, They said, we're happy to see the people giving a lot of kudos to Spinthrift for sending him on to a new career. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, so I guess Spin, Spinthrift had him called to say they were pulling him from stallion duty. And uh, since they're associated with Fox Hill Farm... Which means his they, babies didn't do much either, unless he's really I old. looked at him, and yeah. they, he had some real big winners, up to tune of like $2,000 <laughs> here and there. Uh, so I, I really did some work. Let's see. The stud His, fee was uh, down to $12. Eating, <laughs> he, I mean, they... they, they create a list of like the leading progeny, right? So Ron Don Scorsese won $50,000. Not bad. But also on the list is Top Hat Invasion, who won $2,800. So it's like <laughs> it drops off fairly quickly. So good for them for recognizing that just because he is a son of Tappet doesn't mean that he needs to go be a stallion, a breeding stallion. Well, there you go. If you live in the Pennsylvania area, you can get a horse with a really cool name that I bet yeah. on, apparently. And a derby runner. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's pretty good. Why not? Why not? All right. Uh, let's do that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday <laughs> My daily winnie is happy birthday to auditors Tammy Swanson and... Best name. What? Best name, Tammy Swanson. Tammy Swanson and Cindy Hildebrand. So a, a happy birthday to both of you. Now, there's another birthday today, too. And this is a very special birthday. And I'm actually going to call her on her birthday and wish her a happy birthday directly. We don't do that very often. But when it's the sponsor of today's episode, Karen, from Kentucky I mean, Performance Products, who's been with us since day one of this show 10 years ago, you call her. So I don't know if she'll answer because um, she'll see it's me calling and maybe not want to talk to me, but we'll find she'll, out. She'll see it's a number she doesn't recognize. <laughs> she texts me all the time, so I do know she recognizes the number. But Good morning, Glenn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh. <laughs> what? Who? Me? I don't have birthdays anymore. No, nope, <laughs> not me. No more birthdays. No more birthdays? Well, I'll tell you what. I do know it's your birthday, and we just, you know, we we never call people on their birthdays, but I said, oh, we're calling her. We're calling her on her birthday. It's <laughs> your episode. I mean, yeah. we have <laughs> Well, it's your day early. Don't age me any sooner than I have to be aged. <laughs> we don't have a show tomorrow, so that's why we're calling today. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not even calling you on a, a day I don't have a show. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys are wonderful. Thank you very much. Well, and I'm I happy to announce, it. too, that we haven't mentioned this yet, that Kentucky Performance Products is going to continue into next year with us here on Horses Yay! in the Morning. So, oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. You've been with us since day one, 10 years, 2,500 episodes worth. So Don't tell her that. Amazing. She'll do the math. <laughs> She'll do the math. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that anymore. Why yeah, you don't, don't, don't talk about that. Now. <laughs> it's been worth every penny, How every penny. And what a fantastic community! I mean, I hear from people on the Horse Radio Network often. They send me emails, they ask me questions. I ran into a ton of them when I was in Florida last um, season. It was really fun. It Yay. was really fun. Well, that's great. Aww. We're glad to hear that somebody listens to the show, Karen. We're glad to hear that. Glad <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> hey, uh, while you're on here, because Jamie won't let me do this, uh, if it was just the two of us, because you're on, she has to let me do it. Uh-oh. Um, so, Karen, uh -oh. 
for the first time in a very long time, I went and looked at the reviews on Apple Podcasts for our show. I, oh, no. I, I never do that. Um, would well, you, Karen, would you like to hear a couple of reviews that involve Jamie? Uh, oh, no. Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, yes, you would not, Karen. Come on, come on. I thought we were yes. friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Glenn and Jamie's chemistry cracks me up. They bicker like siblings. <laughs> Shut up, Glenn. This is true. At least they don't say we're married anymore. We got that for a period of time. Oh, she goes on to say, though, I learned a lot, though, and it sure makes driving or cleaning the house more pleasant. So I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Okay, this is a good one. This is a good one. I really like like reviews, just so you know, Karen. Carry on. She hates this one. (laughs) She'll love this one. Jamie does such an... This must have been her brother or her husband. I don't know who, but... Jamie does a, such an amazing job carrying the show and the other hosts with grace and humility. Do they listen to you? you- oh, my God. First of all, let me remind you that there is no way my brother would write something that nice. <laughs> she goes on to say they are lucky to have her. Was it your mother? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Abby, that was a nice <laughs> Wow, Jamie. <laughs> okay, here's another one. My back is hurt. I'm getting... It's heavy. I've been listening to almost for a year now, and I feel like I actually know Jamie and Glenn. They truly give it their all every show. We 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 apparently f- uh, fake it really well there, Jamie. I love well, I the love other these g- reviews. This is fun, I- <laughs> but you do give it your all at every show. I love the other guests and hosts, but come back for Jamie and Glenn and the energy and knowledge they bring are 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 amazing. This show has taught me so much and has kept me sane on my long commute to and from work. I was looking for a way a way to learn more about what I love and entered the world of podcast listening instead of just wasting away the drive. Horses in the morning gives me everything I wanted. Full disclosure, it will make you laugh, cry, hate stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> Want to adopt tons of horses and animals, possibly want to take on a project in the form of a trailer of the week, and of course, will make you want to bubble wrap your horses. I definitely recommend listening. Now, there's a person who listens right there. That's my favorite review of all time. (laughs) I want all the points. Uh (laughs) He wants to adopt all the, or he wants to adopt all the animals and also, um, you know, hate stupid people. So it's perfect. I love this review. Definitely listening to you, Jamie. Yep. (laughs) I love this review. It is nothing but a million emojis. I mean, a million emojis of horses and hearts (laughs) and uh, smiley faces and more horses and more hearts. And all it says is, go baby Groot. (laughs) (laughs) That's all it says. All right, one more. Uh, Horses in the Morning is fantastic. The topics are broad. Each one is hosted by knowledgeable and articulate experts. That's not us. That would be the guests. Uh, I have had horses all my life and have ridden and shown dressage for years and still learn something every time I listen to Horses in the Morning. Uh, And I went to look for the one-star reviews where they rip us to shreds. And I couldn't find yeah. any because I really thought they would be funny to read, but there was none. So, oh, well, yeah. no, you guys just, are great. You've invited <laughs> some some negative reviews, so congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you post a negative review, I will be sure to read it to Jamie on the next show. All right. So yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Just send him an email, okay? Right. Don't do it on the reviews. We need all the reviews we can get, especially on the Friday episodes, because Karen and Kentucky Performance Products is our title sponsor. Yes, that's and right. We appreciate. <laughs> Well, how are things in Kentucky, Karen? Everything going well? They're good, and it's been it's been a beautiful last few days. It's been 
in the 50s and wonderful and I've been able to ride my horse around and so yeah it's really nice it was it was kind of cold we had a couple of really cold weeks cold gloomy rainy weeks so to kind of have this break since I'm not going to Florida this year it's, it's excellent well good I hope it stays that way for you uh and that you don't get any major ice storms coming up that's what I remember about well, living I, in Kentucky. It can snow. I like <laughs> I like the snow, and I'm working from home, so I don't have to go out on the road. So it, let it snow. Well, how I about like K- how snow. about Kentucky Performance Products? Business good? Has it been a good year? Yes, business has been good. It's been a good year. We've got all of our employees situated, and most of them are working from home, and they really like it. And everybody has put an extra effort into just making this year wonderful. And I mean, I just have a great staff. You know, I mean. They've just been so positive uh, about this whole year. And, you know, when we all had to go home, everybody pitched in. And, you know, we have to move everything when we do that. We have to move our computers. And, you know, we had to move our server. We had to move everything. So, I mean, we just have great employees that, that just work, come to work and work hard every day because they, they love horses and they, they like helping people. So it's just a great group, and they've been wonderful this year. Well, you can call Karen, too, and talk to her or anybody there about their, your horses. Send, drop them an email, send them a Facebook message. They keep an eye on those, too. I know you said a lot of listeners do, but I wanted to mention that. Wish her a happy birthday. She loves I, that, apparently. I actually called Karen and talked to her, but when I would not, when Miles, the Andalusian, was shipping from Versailles, I was like, Karen, what do I give him? What do I give him? I don't know what to do with a baby You know, that's coming from from Kentucky to Oklahoma, you know, what are some of the things I need? So Karen was really helpful. You guys, Kentucky performance products is awesome. So make sure you, 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 you use them to your advantage. Well, thank you. And and like I said, I just, I really, really enjoy the horse radio community. They're just a group of really fantastic people. So it's been a great journey, Glenn, and I want to continue down the road with you guys. I remember the restaurant where it all started. Do you? I do. Yeah. I do. I remember. And I didn't know you very well then. And I was like, this guy seems to know what he's talking about. What a cool idea. See, I fooled her even back then. It was podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was one of the, po- I was one of the early people to go to podcasts because you I'm outside the all the time. <laughs> and I like to, and I like to listen. So I was like, this is what a good idea. What a cool idea. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> so that, for those that don't know, Karen was our first sponsor and this was 12 years ago. And we met at a restaurant there in your little town. Um, and yep. we had lunch and I had this proposal all drawn out of what I knew at the time, which was, you know, podcasting was pretty new. So, and she bought into it and uh, has been with us ever since. It's still one of our biggest sponsors on multiple, sh- two of Jamie's shows. Um, and uh, we, we do appreciate you taking the chance years ago. And look, it only took us 12 years for podcasting to become popular. So there you go. <laughs> But you know that's that's cutting edge. That's that's what we do at Kentucky Performance Products. We're cutting edge. <laughs> Lead the way. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Happy like birthday! <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, Glenn. Hey, you guys Thanks, have Karen. a happy holiday. Bye. You too. All right. Bye. She is really cool. She really did take a chance years ago on us and uh, has been with us ever since. And we're happy that she's going to be around for another year. That's so exciting. Uh, I did have an announcement here. We got to get into some of your stuff. But I did want to mention that you can no longer bring your miniature horse on an airplane. As of oh Jan- no yeah as of January no more goose or geeses or chickens no more support ducks uh, actually no more support pigs either uh, you pretty much are only going to be able to bring your support dogs and you're going to have to prove that your support dog is a support dog that's certified 
from a legitimate source and not a piece of paper you bought from the internet. So they're cut, cracking down on support animals on airplanes, and starting in January, it's going to have to be a certified support dog, or you cannot bring your chicken on the plane. So I really feel like I need to take a flight with my guinea pigs because like, they're emotional support guinea pigs, and uh, guinea I feel pigs like i got to hurry. actually were on the list because apparently that has happened many times. So guinea pigs were also on the list of non-support animals. Oh, so I'm it's sorry. ridiculous. You have to bring you have to bring one of your dogs. Uh, um, I wait a minute. I know your dogs. Well, you know the basset might be a support animal. That might. Oh, kill. he he she is okay. Every basset hound is an emotional support animal. You emotionally support them. Yeah, that is exactly. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's so true. All right, let's get on to important things. When I did an auditor Zoom for Thanksgiving. Um, there were about 20, 30 otters on there. We're going to do another one here for Christmas next week. I'll put dates out. Yeah, if you asked me to join, and I'm like, uh, no, because apparently y'all talk crap about me. <laughs> well, this way we can talk crap about to you when you're on the call. Um, so now they, they came up with a wonderful, beautiful Christmas gift that I should get you. I searched for it immediately on the Zoom call. I ordered it. It was shipped. It was absolutely the most perfect one I could find that didn't cost $200 because apparently this particular item costs a lot of money in some circles. So I sent it out to you and you were supposed to video opening it. Have you gotten it? Have you opened it? I did get it and I did video opening it because you had written across it, video while opening. <laughs> and I was like, this could go very, like, I'm either going to laugh or cry. Um, I knew I would either laugh or cry. Turns out I did neither. Um, Abby does have it on her phone. I haven't. I have uh, Abby over, just... uploaded to the auditor page. This is a special auditor exclusive. It was their idea. So, uh huh. Well, y'all can go f yourself. Okay. <laughs> I didn't laugh or cry. I didn't laugh or. Did cry. you realize what it was immediately? Yeah, because it's his butt. <laughs> you literally sent me a picture of Mike Smith's butt, and he's galloping away, and it's autographed. Now, the only, only cool thing about it is, I believe it's justified. So it, it, it was actually justified. Actually, um, mm -hmm. so it was justified. So when I lo went looking for si signed Mike Smith autographs, they were two to five hundred dollars. So when I saw this one that was just the back of his butt and the back of the horse, I said, this is perfect. This is who, just perfect. Who takes that as a picture and goes, I'm going to get this signed. And then who signs it? Again, you wasted your money. I'm going to put it up as an autograph photo of Justify. And I'm going to resell it. Thank you for the cash. <laughs> I actually won't resell it. I'm way too lazy to do that. But if anybody wants it, you well, can Well, I can tell you I didn't spend $200 on it. I can tell you that. And I'm not even sure it's a legitimate signature because I bought it off eBay. There was a certificate in with it, though, I think. But then again, that could have been printed off the internet. So I have no idea. It did appear to be an actual picture of Mike Smith's butt. I can tell you that. So. Oh, I can tell it's his butt. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, it, it's such a bad photo that I'm sure you got it for almost nothing. And yes, I'm pretty sure some dude just like signed it. Like, watch this. I'll put I'm it on sorry, eBay. I wasn't going to spend $200 on this gift. Uh, it really wasn't. No, That's probably sorry. for the best. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank you, auditors. I, I can't wait to see your reaction it. on the video. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, it's just utter disgust. And it was so hard not to swear. <laughs> I mean, Oh. Did you guess what it was when you saw the the shape of the package? No, I thought it's. I'm either gonna laugh or I'm gonna cry. <laughs> and I was, and then of course, like I had like, pull it out and it's upside down. And I have to turn it over, and there it is. I'm like, uh, um, hmm. <laughs> hmm. thanks, you guys. Really sweet. <laughs>
Thank you. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut out Mike Smith's signature and just have a photo of Justify's butt. <laughs> Thank you, auditors, for the wonderful idea that night. We had so much fun laughing and looking up uh, pictures of his signature. It was so much fun. Right. You spent $35 plus $5 shipping. I on did. That. I spent $40 on this. I just found this. it on eBay. That was a waste. And of it was worth it every penny. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> it was worth every penny, Jamie. It was worth every penny. You're worth it. You are so mm. worth it. I just want to let you know that. Mm. All right. You got a couple new horses in. I did. Let's talk about something awesome, <laughs> which is so, so there's um, oh, with Horse and Hound Rescue Foundation. They have been donated, you know, they get donated these off the track thoroughbreds and a lot of them are very broken and a lot of them are sound, um, very sound, healthy horses. And there's one organization called the Richter Family Trust. And I don't know much about them other than every horse that has come to me that was with the Richter Family Trust has been amazing. So they don't run them in claiming races. They only run them in maiden special weights and then allowance races. So they are not, and they're incredibly well-bred. They're incredibly well-started. They have, they're, they're just calmer than most. And they're just really typically really nice horses to restart. I mean, they don't have it. They don't lead. They don't do that, you know, but they're just generally a nicer brained horse. So I think they start them in Western saddles and trail riding. So they start them really well. They're not like, you know, nobody beats up on these horses. Um, so they come to me. And so, uh, I have one in training now. And then I had Oki, that mare that I adopted. So I've had probably four to five Richter trust horses. And these are the owners and breeders. And I, I told Nelda at horse and hound, this, this horse I have with the silver tail is here in training is Miss Henry summer wages is so delightful. And I'm, I was like super mad that I did. I'm like, how could you have that horse and not think of me first? How did I not get to see that horse before it adopted out? Fortunately, it came to me for training and I'm in love with it. And it's a Richter horse. So I told her, I said, listen, the next time you get some Richter horses in, I get to see them first. Me, I get to see them because I've, I've, I've been looking for a horse for myself just because of, of I bought Miles, the Andalusian, but I thought he was two, and it turns out he's one, so I'm still going to sit on him, sit with him for two years. So I'm, I've been running kind of my own horse to restart. And so I said, next Richter horse you get, you better hold on to. Well, she got in too. <laughs> and so I was like, we're going. I was taking Nottingham Sheriff back, the perfect trail horse if anybody's looking. Um, so I took him back yesterday, and I went to look at these two horses. And one is a... Oh my God, gray that, you know, a lot of times people are blinded by dapple grays and they're like, oh, it's so pretty. But a lot of times they're not put together all that well or whatever. This horse is dapple gray, spectacularly beautiful and confirmationally a gem. I mean, this ho- this is a nice horse. Turns out, as before mentioned, Tappet is its granddaddy. So incredible breeding raced a little bit of two and then a little bit three ran four days ago. Okay. So this horse is fresh off the track. Okay. But maybe five days ago ran. So they decide to retire as they, the Richter trust does, they retire these horses. They don't send them to lower claiming races or anything like that. They're like, okay, it's sound. Let's send it to horse and hound rescue. It's an awesome relationship that they have. So beautiful dapple gray. So I take the horse out. I, 
go to put it in the round pen. Mind you, it's been in a stall for like five days since it got you know, there and been on the track and I lead the horse out super sweet castrated three months ago. Um, but you know, drug me all around as I'm trying to get it to the round pen. I put it in the round pen. Oh my God, it's pretty. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a pretty horse. And I'm like, I need this horse. I, I, yeah, this is my horse. I'm, I'm keeping this horse. <laughs> and, uh, so I put the horse in the round pen, but there's a black horse. It's dark bay, but black horse. And and Abby's like, well, let's look at that one too. And my friend Larissa's with me, so we all went up there. You know, the girls trip. And I put, I'm like, oh, hi, okay. Well, I already know I want the gray horse. You know, I'm in love. So I put, they get the black horse on, and I put him on a rope, and he drags me everywhere. I mean, they don't again. They don't lead because people on the track lead with lip chains, so I, I don't do that. So I, I take him out at the round pin, and I put him out, and he is full of vinegar man i mean he is he's five years old he is like ready to go i put him out and and we ask him to trot i was like oh my god oh my god what am i seeing right now larissa who is a dressage rider was like what (laughs) thoroughbreds don't move like that Abby's, (laughs) abby's jaw is on the ground i'm like my jaw is on the ground. Larissa's like, you can't take the other. You have to keep that one. Oh my God. I mean, this horse moved like, like totalists. I mean, those I get trot where it's like up uh, elevated just, in front and they had I told call us it floaty. It looks like they're floating. Yeah, yeah. But this one was even more than like the, the gray horse was like a daisy cutter and kind of moved along like a hundred really nice trot. And then you see the black one. You're like, Oh my God. <laughs> It's totalist. Like, of course, it might not be that spectacular, you know, once. But anyway, I go up to the barn and there's the volunteer named Marilyn. There's Nelda. There's Larissa and there's Abby. And Nelda's gone off to do something. So I said, I turned to Larissa and I was like, what do I do? I'm like, I really like the gray horse, but you can't argue with the black horse. She's like, Jamie, you got to get them both. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Well, they're just there for training, right? Well, I, I, my plan is to keep something. I would like to keep something. Didn't you, um, don't so, you have the two warm bloods for keeping? Isn't that they're the, babies, Glenn? They're babies. <laughs> so I turned to Marilyn. Are these two really babies? When you think about it, three and five. And by the way, the five-year-old raced five six days ago. Okay, so they're both like literally fresh off the track. So I turned to Marilyn. I'm like, Marilyn, what do I do? She's like, I've seen your facility. You should take them both. <laughs> it's like what? So I turned to Abby. I'm like, Abby, you're sensible. What would you do? Gray or black? She's like, I really like that gray. And I was like, right? And she goes, but man, I really like that black one. Like, you're no help. She's like, take them both. You didn't think about calling your husband and asking, did you? Oh, God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, So then Nelda comes over and she walks over and I'm like, Nelda, what would you do? Black or gray? She's like, Jamie, just take them both. (laughs) what so what i'm gonna do is they they usually these horses would need two to three weeks of downtime before they would even think about sending them to me to restart them and she's like i actually have a bunch of horses because the meat's ending now she's like i've got a bunch of horses coming off if you could take them both and just turn them out and you know when you restart them we'll start training and then when you decide to keep one you keep it and then this and the other one gets drained and i was like now see that's sensible so so I brought them both home. <laughs> so, so then I have to make the call. <laughs> Y'all know the call I'm talking about. 
Hey, honey, how's your golf game? Oh, it's such a beautiful day. I'm loving it. I was like, so we're 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 good. We're happy. Oh, he's like, oh my god, the most amazing thing happened. I just saw somebody in a hole in one. So we're heading to the bar. They got to buy the bar. We're like, oh my god, this is perfect. So he's like, how's the horse shopping? Which one did you go with? And I was like, you know, it's funny that you should mention that. <laughs> and he's like, oh god. Yeah. See, he knows. <laughs> he goes. You liked them both, didn't you? And I was like, well, yeah. And he was like, which one's in the trailer? Which one'd you go with? And I was like, well, it's it's funny. You should say that. Um, and he was like, oh, God. They're not both <laughs> But they're in just the in for training. They're not both in the trailer, are they? And I was like, they're both in the trailer. And he's like, what? Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying, Glenn, is they're just here for training. They're just there for training. Like all the other horses you get from them. I'm going to let them come down. Give them a couple you weeks. You might hate them both after you get them started. That's logical. It's you know? true. <laughs> it's true. Usually. That's the way it goes. It's, yeah. I never cry returning horses to horse and hound ever. <laughs> it only happens like every time. Uh, so the fact that, and so here's, here's what Chad says to me. And he was like, listen, do you think you're going to keep both? And I was like, no, that would be ridiculous. Who would keep two baby racehorses? That would be silly. Um, he's like, okay, we'll pick one and Merry Christmas. And I was like, Wait, that's super sweet and everything, but you know who pays for these horses, right? <laughs> Me. <laughs> I pay for these horses. I work their, their, their adoption fees off. And he was like, I'll buy a really nice bow. Just tell me which one. <laughs> and I was like, I'll tell you what, if you don't put a bow on one of these horses, this does not count as a present. You got to actually go through the work and get a bow, like a nice bow, not just like a little sticky bow that somebody put on a Christmas gift and you stole it off of it and plucked it on his head. Like I want a real bow. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. Currently, I am no closer to deciding, and I am logically well, in this my way brain. You have time like, to decide. Exactly, Glenn. Because you, you might not get along it. with one of them. I might get. I might. I'm just going to hate them both. Yeah. So I can clearly tell. Although I've already they could both I'm be like, real jerks. I'm, you don't know that for I'm, sure yet. Oh, that gray horse is so sweet. Oh my god, he's so sweet. He came up to me this morning. He's like, but the black oh, one's I love such you. a good mover, but and we all know that is... the good movers and the really good horses are high as a kite and really hard to get along with. So uh, that could be a really so good show nice. horse where oh the other God, one would just be a so, nice horse. So, they're both, they're both complete opposites and they're both so spectacular that I just don't see how I'm going to be able to not keep them both. But you know, what's going to be really fun is that we're going to go on break before Christmas. Y'all aren't ever going to know until the new year. What <laughs> to do. I'll probably post it in the audience. Which one gets the bow? We need to see which one gets the bow. Which one is going to get the bow? The drama. Oh, dear God. It's like the rose at the whatever ceremony that is for that show. (laughs) (laughs) It's the bachelor. I'm going to be like, who gets the rose? You need to all line up all the horses, and then Chad needs to bring the bow over. Isn't there a fire or something usually going, like a fire pit or something when that usually happens? I've never seen the show, but uh, I'm guessing. For real, I would give a rose to both of these. <laughs> okay, their names are the gray horse's name is Real of It. R E A L, Real of It. I don't know. And then the uh, black horse's name is Fine Mate because uh, his daddy was Australian and his mom was first name I was like Fine Mate. Fine Mate, that's a good name. Yeah. And the Real of It's kind of weird. But 
real of it. That doesn't, it's not even a thing. I know. I, I, so it's like, oh, I can't come it, up with a name. I'll just put some letters together. Let's put <laughs> some words back. together. Yeah. That, like point to the, open a book and point to the first <laughs> word. That's it. And find mate. So I think that find mate, the black horse is going to need like some sort of, like I was trying to think of like, cool Australian guys. And I was like, Oh, Chris Hemsworth, you know, obviously. <laughs> All right. Cool. We have to get on with the show. Uh, if your senior dog has uh, the mobility and spunk of a puppy, lucky you, but more likely your senior dog is slowing down, maybe even suffering silently. We're excited to tell you about Dr. Busby's Encore Mobility, a new joint supplement for dogs that does more than just help the joints. It renews your dog's spark and spirit. Stop worrying about your senior dog and head on over to drbusby.com and save 10% on Encore Mobility using the promo code HRN. That'll You'll have many more good days with your dog if you just head on over to drbusby.com. 10% off. Use the coupon code HRN. Well, today we have a special for you. As we said, we were going to bring some Radiothon back during this month because we didn't have it. I know you're all missing it. So I have a song package I put together for you from past Radiothons. And also, we're going to replay an interview that uh, Jamie and I both loved. And it's with somebody we talked a lot about this year, and that's Tick Maynard. He's been in the news a lot. He has a book. And also Sinead Halpin, of course, his uh, other half. And we talked to them back in 2018. And had a lovely chat with them and we thought it would be fun to replay that so we're going to give you a little radiothon love here and then we're coming back with some really bad ads after this you have reached the horse radio network voicemail line please leave your voicemail after the tone But HRN is so delightful. The auditors are listening in. Radiothon is about to begin. Glenn, Wendy, Jamie, Jan, and Jammy are working and talking a plenty. Their ponies are all fed and warm. Radiothon is a horse crazy storm. Oh, the sponsors are all on board. Thank you, Wintech Weather Beat and more. All the hosts handing out the gear. We all hope to win big and cheer. Twelve hours of fun all day long. With horses and interviews and songs. The day is full, we know. Radio Athon 2018, here we go. Radio Athon 2018, here we go. By golly, it's time for Radio Thon and Holly. Glenn and Jamie, Jen and Jemmy, keeping us entertained. Oh, by gosh, by jingle, it's time for auditors and Chris Kringle. First world problems, teenage drama. Horse Lovers Product Reviews Then 
comes at the day. 12 hours of podcast fun. You'll hear voices that say, Welcome to Happy Hour. Oh, by gosh, by golly, it's time for radio fun and holly. Fancy prizes from weather beta and Wintech too. And the whisper, Merry Christmas to you. In the bleak midwinter, Congrats to those that win. We want your horse stories, stories that are funny. Like the time my horse got out and brought back a pony. It's the HRN Radiothon. The time is finally here. Yeehaw, ride and have a happy horsey Radiothon this year. Well, I am super pleased and honored to have Tick Maynard and Sinead Halpin on Radiothon today. Thank you guys both so much for joining us. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Thank you. You actually have uh, Brooks as well, our little baby, because he's on my shoulder. So he might have a thing to say. Oh, yay. Oh, yay. That's great. And that's one of the first things I want to say is congratulations on the birth of baby Brooks. 
<laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <an> effort. <laughs> How is it? Because I have a five-year-old son now and just one, and I'm, I'm a professional horse rider as well, you know, so it's definitely changes your daily routine when you have a kid and you're still trying to get all your horses ridden and you're trying to get your work done. How have things really changed being a mom for you, Sinead, aside from this crazy mama bear murder, anybody who looks wrong at your baby kind of thing? I know I had it. Uh, I, I actually am the opposite. I kind of pass them off. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, at this point, I'm like, uh, and he's two months old, but it, it, you know what? It's been, it's been great. I'm very, very lucky. I've got a, or we've got a great group of people around us and I have a great husband, even though I'm saying that he's on the phone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's you know, unlike you. <laughs> uh, I don't throw the compliments easily. Um, <laughs> but it's been, it's been good. You know, we've had to just be more on a schedule. I think as, as horse people were used to kind of, you know, you get to the barn at six thirty or seven and you're there until you're done. And that doesn't really work with having a kid. <laughs> so, um, so we're still, you know, we're trading off times and we've got some help for a few hours during the day. And um, all the girls at the barn are really understanding. And um, so, so far it's been, it's been pretty good. That's great. And Tick, congratulations on your book, In the Middle Are the Horsemen. I read it and I absolutely loved it. I couldn't put it down. It is a page turner. It kind of roundabout way kind of chronicles how you guys met and um, you groomed for her at a horse trial. We t- it talks a little bit about that and, and your kind of experiences as a professional working student, really. Um, t- talk to us about your, your book and why you wrote it. Well, I, w- I will say right off right off the bat here that Sinead's in, uh, like you gave that away a little bit, but she's in four or five chapters of the book. And I really wanted her to read the book before it got published to make sure she was okay with everything. And mm-hmm. Sinead didn't want her. She wanted to wait till it was done and see it in its final form and be excited about it and looking forward to it. And I was, uh, I was really nervous about, about some of the stuff, you know, like including somebody else in your book. So there were a few, sh- or a few paragraphs that I kind of made her read and I was like, I, I'm not going to send it off to be printed until you've read these. But really, it was a, a surprise, as much a surprise for her as anybody else. So that was kind of an interesting thing. Were you and, on the and, couch uh, for a couple days after it was published? Yeah, Shanae, did you edit any of it? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you know what? That was the thing is I knew, you know, I knew I was going to be able to keep my mouth shut about anything. So <laughs> I, I didn't want to influence the book. I thought it was, you know, Tick's baby. And so that's why I really thought, you know what, I'm going to let it be done and printed before I kind of have any type of, of, because I just, I knew I would say something, but honestly, when I sat down and read it, I read it over. Yeah. I read it over two days and there's not a thing I would have changed. I thought it was amazing. Tick, that's two compliments. She's paid you. You're doing good today, buddy. I'm done for the year. That's it. You can't see me right now, but I'm beaming from ear to ear. This is definitely the best part of my day. Thanksgiving's about family. And Sinead's just uh, made a good Thanksgiving. And my dad's here for Thanksgiving as well from Vancouver. So that's pretty nice. Nice. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, so Christmas growing up, I, I mean, being in Canada, I would imagine you had a you had a heck of a lot of snow and and Christmas with your family. Uh, what was it like growing up, Tick? Well, I will say uh, my family's from Vancouver, which is just above Seattle. It's on the west coast, so actually we don't get a lot of snow. It's one of the uh, few areas in Canada that does not get a lot of snow in the winter. We just get a lot of rain. Oh, okay, um, that's fun. 
<laughs> so, you know, we, we, we looked forward to snow. If we got snow, it was like well, a couple of days a year. or if the, You know, I can only remember a couple of times in my life where the ponds froze. The rest of Canada are playing pond hockey all winter. But we're lucky if we get one or two days a year when we can play pond hockey. Um, but I think the biggest reason uh, it's Christmas and Thanksgiving was a little bit different in my household is most of my family, not all of my family, but most of my family is vegetarian. So, you know, it changes a little bit the dynamic of the day. But, you know... It's still, it's still a family for us, so it's still a pretty fun time. Yeah. And Sinead, Sinead, you come from a very close family as well. What was Christmas like for y'all? Um, yeah. I mean, it, honestly, my, my parents weren't big cooks. <laughs> so, and they, um, they immigrated over from Ireland when, like, my brother was born in Ireland and I was born here. So my dad was a son of, uh, or had 10 brothers and sisters. And my mom has four. Um, so there, most of the family honestly was in Ireland. So we, we would, I mean, as a kid, I just remember we would always go out to dinner, honestly, <laughs> we'd go out to the, kind of one, a fancy hotel and have dinner at a fancy hotel. And it was great. <laughs> Nobody had to cook. So, we just got to open presents and then had somebody else cook for us. So is there an Irish side of you, Sinead, that wants to have uh, seven more kids? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I thought that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, a, that's a running joke right now. It's Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> there will be one child. That's good. I like that. Uh, hey. I felt the same way. I had one and one and done. That's good. I'm and she good. stuck with that, yeah, too. <laughs> so, yeah, Chick, exactly. getting back to you on Christmas, did you guys, because you came from a horsey family, were there horses on Christmas? Yeah. Or was that a day everybody avoided the horses? Did you have any family traditions well, or... Well, yeah, horses were definitely a part of it. I mean, the first thing that we did uh, on Christmas morning was we'd have stockings and we'd open up those uh, uh, with our parents. You know, I have two siblings, my older brother and a younger brother, and we'd open up stockings and that would take about half an hour. And then we'd go out and we'd uh, mark all the stalls and feed all the horses because we tried to give the staff uh, the day off. So, you know, most Christmases would have four horses at home and just around the corner uh, there'd be another 20 or 25 horses. And so we'd spend the whole morning until lunch looking after the horses and doing that. And then we'd all break for lunch, maybe pancakes or something together. And then in the afternoon would often go for a trail ride or something like that. And Vancouver is pretty unique in that you can ride through the, these woods that are next to the university of British Columbia and ride all the way to the beach, even on Christmas day. So that'd be a nice thing to do as well. And, and Sinead, your, your, your horsey experience growing up with uh, Christmas, did you avoid your horse or did you spend time with him? No, it was exactly the same thing, actually. Um, we we had a 16-stall boarding barn in South Carolina, and we my family lived above it. My dad was a builder, and he built the barn, actually. So it was the same same situation. We got up, and actually, minus my brother, because my brother's not horsey. So my mom, my dad, and I would go down, and we'd muck out and do the horses on Christmas, and um, and, and it was great. And, I, you know, and it's actually something we, Tick and I still do now with our farm now. We always work Christmas. I mean, even when we were just dating and we had um, horses at separate places. We normally um, did the horses together and the staff got the time. Oh off. my God. So, that was when I, when we first started dating, that was the nicest thing that Sinead ever did. She came over on Christmas day while I was working at Ankazinski's barn and she clipped my horse for me. It was amazing. <laughs> True love. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a, that's a horsey. That's your horsey love language right there. <laughs> yeah. 
He won't, he won't tell you that I actually gave it too much uh, dorm. <laughs> it was a bit concerning there for a second. I thought, oh my God, I've killed my boyfriend's horse. I didn't do his fun. Wow. Well, hey, I also just saw... Um, because Sinead, I don't know if you know this, but we're like best friends on Facebook. Um, that I did see <laughs> that you just retired Tate. Oops. Did we lose Hello? her? Uh, hold on. Let me see if we lost her. Oh. Well, while you're getting her back, I can, I can tell you that we've had uh, Tate sort of semi-retired in, in our field and he's been pretty happy. But now I guess it's a little bit more permanent because he's left our farm right. and he's gone to North Carolina. Uh, to the fork, you know, where they used to hold the four course trials and he's in a huge, big grassy field and he's just loving it. So he's having a really nice time there. Yeah. He looked fairly happy. I think she posted a video of him, you know, just out for a, a trot with the, I guess a, a buddy that he's got out there. And I mean, if you're going to retire that, I mean, he deserves to retire in style, but they all do, but yeah. he is, he's yeah. living well. So Tate, now that you guys do have Brooks, what, I mean, a, a tiny little baby at Christmas time, probably four months by Christmas uh, or three months. What, what are your Christmas plans going to be? You got to come up with some traditions too. Yeah. Well, that is a good question. I think the biggest thing is, are we going to be able to get uh, any of our family down here to spend Christmas with us? I mean, I've got a niece and a nephew in Vancouver, so it's usually pretty hard for my family to get here for Christmas. And then, uh, Sinead's, you know, mom, they're pretty, got a lot of stuff going on and they also have other family going to the fork. So, you know, I think it's going to be mainly kind of a family with us and Brooks and some of the girls that are sticking around that, that work for us. And I think uh, we'll probably celebrate family, a family Christmas with my family earlier in December. And I think we'll probably go up to the fork like we normally do between Christmas and New Year's. And we put on a camp there, a three and a half day camp, which is really fun. And then we spend New Year's with her brother and her mom. So I think we'll get lots of family time, you know, between all those things. That sounds great. That's really nice. Well, uh, give everybody a little bit more of an overview of your book, just so if anybody's looking for a stocking stuffer, and again, I highly recommend it, they, they can know where to go, and what, what they're going to find. Well, it, t- it takes place over the course of about 10 years, from about 2008, right up until the beginning of this year. And it, it follows kind of some ideas and some journeys and some lessons that I had and that I learned as I went and I worked for Ann Kaczynski and David and Karen O'Connor and Ingrid Klimke. And, that, you know, probably the biggest sort of life-changing moment or paradigm shift in how I think about horses, it happened actually on a 7,000-acre cattle and buffalo ranch in Loving, Texas, when I was working for a cowboy there called Bruce Logan. And it was where I really kind of realized what a big difference it is between being a good rider and understanding horses. And I think I maybe heard that before, but to, you know, to really go out into a 30 acre field and catch a horse that doesn't want to be caught, that's a totally different uh, thing than, you know, the way I grew up, which was riding horses that had pretty much always had some training and pretty much always in a ring or, or a manicured trail. You know, it's very different than starting a lot of horses or really riding out in rough country in Texas. So that really got me thinking a lot about what direction I want to take with my life. And I, I will say, even if I could never ride again at this point for some, some reason, um, you know, I think horses would still be my career for the rest of my life because I get, you know, so much enjoyment out of trying to figure out how they think and feel, act and play, and also working with them on the ground. So um, I tried to take all those ideas and, and put them into a book in a little bit of a readable way. And mm-hmm. Jamie, if you don't mind me putting you on the spot, 
maybe you can just tell me maybe what one of your favorite parts or memorable parts of the book was. You know, I mean, the part where you're, because I had an experience like this where you're in a place and you're working for the amazing people and you're unfulfilled and you're unhappy. And I think your time in Germany, probably, I think it was Germany where you were working for dressage trainers and it just wasn't working for you. And you had to take a moment and move past that and go, you know what? I need to move past it. And then even some of the time when you're working with Ann Krasinski and the O'Connor and, and still deciding to continue your education. I think, I think that's what I loved a lot as well. You know, uh, the, the part where you're, you know, grooming for some cute girl at, uh, I, I can't remember what her style was. That <laughs> a was rocking kind of, horse. Rocking, rocking horse, horse. Yeah. yeah. That was fun too, you know, reading kind of the more personal stuff, but I, I've taken a kind of journey with training horses as well. And, and kind of, I feel like you and I have a similar shift in to where you want to be the best rider in the world. And now you like me, I, I just want to be the best horse person I can be. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and that's why I went on this journey with Monty Roberts and all of this to just because there were horse problems that I just couldn't figure out and I wanted to figure them out. And that's, I think what I related to so much in your book was it wasn't, it became not about being the greatest rider in the world and the most accomplished Olympic eventer. It was about more about getting kind of into the horse's mind and starting to understand uh, why they think the way that they think. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. That sums up really nicely actually. And Monty was really uh, nice in that he let me come visit his farm a couple of years ago. And then he actually wrote a little blurb about my book, which I think we've got right on uh, page two of, of the book there, which was really nice of him. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. That was a nice surprise. I didn't know he had done that. He's well, a, he's a, Person, Let me but... throw this in that Monty will be on the Radiothon this afternoon. So you'll hear him this afternoon. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so he'll be here. Well, you, you can tell him thank you very much. And then I, of course, love all his work and all his books. You know, it's been pretty cool. Uh, I feel like I'm in pretty cool company to get him saying something about my book like that. <laughs> uh, Tick, thank you so much for joining us. And thanks to Sinead and Brooks, too. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you guys. And I hope you develop a whole bunch of new traditions with you and your eight kids. I think that's what I heard. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Are you looking for an affordable saddle as a gift this year? One that will last a lifetime? Then consider one of the many styles of Wintech saddle. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable. They combine world-leading innovations in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. With the easy-change gullet system, the saddle will fit most any horse. The saddle is so light, tacking up is simply a breeze, and cleaning up is just a matter of running the hose over it. Dressage, jumping, all-purpose, and many more. Check out the styles at wintechsaddles.us. That's wintechsaddles.us. Pay it, I say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when listeners submit ads from 
Craigslist or Facebook or wherever they find them, and we just have a little fun with them. And this is usually sponsored by Horselovers.com, and they usually provide the prizes, but they're a little busy shipping out products here for Christmas. So I have the prize, and we do want to thank Horselovers. They've been with us all year providing the prizes. Please support Horselovers.com. They have all kinds of sales going on right now for, for the holidays. If you order this week, I think you still have a chance of getting the products for Christmas, although who knows? I mean, shipping has slowed down tremendously. So um, the only one that hasn't slowed down is Amazon because I ordered stuff yesterday. It was here already this morning. I don't know. Did they have their own trucks and stuff? I I don't know how they do it. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. So I'm going to give a prize. I'm going to offer a $50 gift certificate to our Teespring store. That's the store where you can get the Horse Radio Network merchandise or the Horses in the Morning merchandise or the Geldutch merchandise you can oh get my that God, there too i so. want that hoodie so bad you could have bought me that hoodie instead of that crap mike smith <laughs> thing Come would not on. have been as much as fun though uh so the 50 dollars guest ticket we're going to give that away in a couple of weeks before oh our God, holiday break it's a guilt that s fanny pack yes. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> i put that in there just because i thought well some people do use the fanny packs for treats so we'll put that in there too all right so let's do some really bad ads today uh, who's starting off? Oh, Chantel is starting off. Chantel is going to start us off. And by the way, if you submit your own ad where you record it, you get double the entries. So let's hear. Hi, Glenn and Jamie. This is Auditor Chantel Williams Hi, from Chantel. North Dakota. And I have a really bad ad. Um, this one comes to us from Dickinson, North Dakota. And it is titled Little Camper, $500. Make a ice house or restore. No title. But the golden part here is the pictures. This is one of those little teeny tiny campers from, I'd say, the 80s. Tiny. There's enough room for you to stand up, and that's about it. It is, it looks like there's no tires. Um, The jack has completely sunk into the ground. The entire camper is rusted. The propane tank on the front um, looks like it would definitely be safe to use. Just kidding. It would probably explode in everyone's face. Um, But then we get pictures of the inside of the camper. And boy, are we lucky for those. There's about an inch of dust on top of the hideous orange stove. Um... Yeah, it's bad. And then to the left of the stove, there looks to be a bed full of rot and what appears to be mouse poop. So, you know, excellent living space. Great ice house. Um, Yeah, it's, you know what? I might be wrong. This might be more of a uh, 70s looking camper, but it's bad. I tell you what. It's bad. <laughs> um, we also have a, a very blurry photo of a gross-looking table with the orange plaid curtains. That's about all you can see in that photo. And then another photo of the lovely exterior of this camper that was left in some rancher's field to die. And die it has. <laughs> Well, there you go. That was uh, Chantel. Somebody will buy that. Those are so hot right now, right? <laughs> yeah, campers? exactly. Yeah, campers are really hot, especially that one. I'm sure that would be great. You go for that. 
All right. Uh, uh, also submitted, by the way, this week were Andrew and Andrea. We're not going to have time to get to them all. But Caitlin sent the next one in. She did. And it says, my help to ride. <clears throat> my if help to ride? My help to ride. And this looks like some sort of Facebook post, I think. Um, there's no punctuation and everything is abbreviated. So if not allowed, PLZ remove. I'm looking to spend time helping exercise clean help around the farm to ride. If anyone is willing to let me ride, I will willingly clean stalls, groom, feed anything. The letter U need a hand with really PLZ PM me. I am an experienced rider. I've been riding 20 years. Well, I'm glad not she wasn't applying to be an English reader. teacher. <laughs> I'm not an experienced reader or writer, but I can. She I can ride, but uh, don't count on her teaching your kid English uh, as a sideline no. there. That's no, no babysitting no for babysitting. her. Aaron sent the next one in. Oh, God, so good. <laughs> it's a picture of some briar horses. Excellent briar horse set. Misty of Ch- Chincoteague, Mare, and Stormy, her fossil. That's right. It's her fossil. Great gift for the holidays paired with the book by Margarita Henry. <laughs> Margarita Henry. That's I love Margarita says. Henry. <laughs> it says, buyer pays shipping if not picked up local. There oh, my God. Go. I just thought of like the greatest thing. So you could buy these. It's Stormy and Misty. And you can make a margarita and put them like on the, like hanging off the top of the glass. And you have yourself a margarita, Henry. How the hell do you spell chinkatigue right and margarita wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Predictive text. <laughs> um, this one. Oh, I sent this one in. Look at that. Uh, big black gelding. And this is in Broken Arrow, which is It's a big black gelding in the picture. It's a big black gelding. <laughs> and the... Uh, is you know for only twenty two sixty five, and can I tell you that Chad is so thrilled that I have two sound healthy racehorses here that I've quit shopping on Craigslist and also on auction websites. <laughs> He's like, this is this is your auction horse. Yeah, but Stop apparently you haven't looking. stopped shopping at the rescue. No, no, no. The rescue is. I mean, it's a rescue, Glenn. I'm helping. I'm doing good. Um, Lucky is, and this is in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, Glenn. It's just south of uh, Tucson. No, that's in Arizona. Well, whatever that's Tempe. No, that's Arizona. What's the T one up? Tulsa. Tulsa. <laughs> I do that all the time. Big black gelding, and this is in Broken Arrow, and you can have it for $2,265. Lucky is a large, beautiful and stands about 15 to 16 hands just depends on who you ask would consider trade for cattle i can't ride anymore due to my health i'm asking 2265 in reason this is the second ad that we've had from out your way that says it just depends on how you who you ask about how high they are. I Do know, you not I have measure that. sticks That's in why. Oklahoma? <laughs> no, you know what? It's it, and fifteen to sixteen hands is kind of a big swing. You know what yeah, I mean? It is. Yeah. And I really did like this horse. You know, he's just too far away for me to go see. He's a big black gal, and you can't. And here's a picture. Okay, so we got him in a some sort of metal shed and there there's some panels out in the front, which appear to be rusted through. Don't lean on those lucky. You'll be unlucky. <laughs> and then the door is open in the back. So there's light pouring in. So you can really only see uh, the outline of the horse 
because he kind of has a halo know. actually going on. Lucky, <laughs> he's <laughs> lucky as an angel <laughs> and should be adopted. Lucky is more perfect. tall than wide. That is for sure. He's yeah, well, way more he's, tall than wide. He's pretty tall. He's 15, 16 hands, yeah. depending on who you ask. I don't understand that. <laughs> like, if he's short, do they look taller? You know what? I think that horse is 16 hands, and yet it's Oklahoma measuring. Like, you know what? That's 15 hands. Oh, my God. The next one is our trailer of the week. Way too much money. Holy cow. All right. Oh. So Laura sent this one. It's a 1979 Miley horse trailer. Well, this is a first. We get a brand. Because I look at that, and I don't see a brand. I really don't. Uh, needs tires. No kidding. You can't see the tires. Uh, you, you can't d- see the tires. How, how are you supposed to know if it needs tires? You didn't even have to say that. Because <laughs> They wheat growing up in front of the trailer. First of all, they took the picture from way back because they probably couldn't get to the trailer because it's parked along a fence with cinder blocks surrounding it. And there's this wheat has grown up to about the windows on the trailer. So you really can't see the bottom half of the trailer at all. I don't even think that's wheat, Glenn. You know what that is, is that is tumbleweed that has not detached yet. Oh, it's a whole crop of tumbleweed. There you go. They're growing tumbleweed out there. And uh, this one they want $2,500 for. Well, to be fair, it is not completely covered in rust. No, that's because the rust is underneath. You see how this is co- the, how this is pitted? That's rust underneath the coat of paint that was put on last yeah. year. No, I yeah. know, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but there is a window up front, which looks like you can shoot a, shoot a gun out of it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, arrows. It's, it's a chariot. Armor. We'll just call it a chariot for draft horses. $2,500, you can have yourself one of those. Now, you're going to have to plow the wheat field uh, to get it out. Because yeah. it's not coming out any other way. Oh, and those cinder blocks are going to have to be moved, probably by you. Are they free with the purchase? <laughs> yeah, probably worth some more than the trailer. <laughs> All right, Anthony sent in the next one, and this one's yours. Because oh, it's a racking horse for sale in Lexington for $500. Racking horse. Racking horse. A bay gelding racking horse, approximately 22 years old. Needs experienced rider. Very forward and smooth. No spook. Nothing stops this old boy from going down the trail. <laughs> <laughs> not suitable as it, not suitable for a husband horse. You know, it used to be the Amish advertised them as man's horses meant they weren't suitable for a woman. That has changed completely in the world now. This is not suitable for a husband horse. Does not like my new husband. He must go. The husband of the horse does not like my new <laughs> husband. He must go. That's how most horse women would be. <laughs> I didn't read that before. No tire kickers. Come prepared to take this one home. Lays down in the cross ties. The husband or the horse. This fits both ways. It all is, it all fits both ways. That was a good answer. No soul. Have no soul. Way I to gotta do move it. on. Good job, Anthony. That was a good one. <laughs> my God. That caught me off guard. That was good. Does not like my new husband. He must go. No, I just love it. Take no tire kickers. Come prepared. When you come to look at it, you better damn well bring your trailer. <laughs> You're taking him home. <laughs> Uh, Christy sent this one, Kirsty sent this one in and she said it's definitely Southern. Well, wait a minute. Let's go back to the other one. Do you think if it was actually a husband, it would be less than $500 be free. If it was actually a husband. I mean, th- th- there's those shirts like, you know, husband doesn't like dog looking for a new home husband, for yes, the husband. Right. <laughs> it's new husband though. So chances are that it's probably the horse until she gets sick of him. And another two years, it'll be the husband. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, can I get that horse back? Yeah. Uh, Kirstie sent this one in. She said, this is definitely Southern. This is in Haven, Haverhill. Haverhill. And it's a 32 wheel horse for $150. Now, wheel 
It's spelled W E E L. So we wheel horse. Good machine starts right up. The only thing is the chain fall off. Need to put back a little Project Toto. But other than that, everything works. Have a lot of power. <laughs> there was nothing spelled right in this whole ad. No. It starts right up. Right up. And the only thing is the chain going to fall off. All you got to do, Glenn, is just put it back on. It's a little project. But, you know, other than that, everything works. Just the chain on the wheel. Oh, horse. I don't even know what they're selling. What do I have to put the chain back on? What is this? It's a lawnmower, by the way. It's a wheel horse lawnmower. We used to own one of those, but it was spelled right. Thing? Yeah, it is a oh, thing. We, yeah. Oh, we, W-E-E-L horse? Yeah, it was a, we, yeah, it was a, no, it was a, no, it was spelled properly. Oh, it was W-H-E-L. Okay. So we now, now know that it's a lawnmower. It's it a starts lawnmower. right Riding up. Lawnmower. It's just, you know what? The chain falls off of it. And I'm pretty sure that you would need that to continue to mow the grass. So um, what do you, you just reach right on down in there. <laughs> Slide that chain right on back up. You'd be fine. Nothing or it's the same price as that lady's husband, too, if you'd rather have that. Uh, I mean, either yeah. one. Either one will do. Uh, the Beth sent this one in. Uh, this one is a quarter horse sorrow stud. A sorrow stud. It's an unhappy stud. Uh, this is in Price, Utah. Year and a half old quarter horse sorrow stud with blue eyes and a blazed face. Oh, <laughs> one, white so- one, one white stock on left back A. <laughs> I can't even say this. It's like a tongue twister. Let me start over. Year and a half old hor- horse sorrow stud with blue eyes and a blazed face. One white stock on left black egg. <laughs> left black egg. I, lo- I love a horse it's that like has a, a left tongue twister. black egg. Very friend, <clears throat> excuse me, very friend and gentle. Also asking $500. So there you go. And everything is five hundred. Everything's five hundred dollars. It has a left black egg, so keep that in mind. So let me just tell you, Abby just came up here with Snickers the guinea pig and said his nose is sniffly, right? So you notice that he has a little raspy breathing. Well, he has been to the veterinarian twice because of his breathing. Just so you know, he has some allergies. We've worked on that. We've changed his bedding. That's why he his has asthma. A, his a, little, does he have a little inhaler? Listen, listen. I've had this guinea pig on steroids and antibiotics. Twice, okay? <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to explain to your husband why you're taking a guinea pig to the vet? I think I would have Again? trouble with that one, too. <laughs> to be honest. He's like, how much did you pay for that guinea pig? I'm like, he was $10. And you're like, how much have you spent at the vet? It doesn't matter what I've spent. He's still here. I have yes, asthma. I'll send one of the inhalers me. over. Although, getting it in his mouth might be trouble. Might. Do you know what the, the, the vet said next we need to do? We need to take radiographs of his lungs. Oh, God. <laughs> I was like, let me stop you there. Let's just remedicate and we'll uh, we'll just hope for the best. <laughs> but he's been here a couple of years now with his raspy breathing. Do they have the little steroid packs they give you where you have to reduce the amounts every day so they don't, you know, so they... Because of the getting it, you can't to it? possibly reduce reduce the <laughs> guinea pig steroids, Glenn. Because what you do is you have to take it in it. You put it in a in a dropper, right? So it's like liquid form antibiotics and liquid form you steroids. Open his little mouth open and drop it in. I said to her, I go, how am I supposed to dose a guinea pig? And she goes, watch this. 
She's like, they'll eat anything. And all you have to do is put the dropper to their mouth. And he literally was like, give it to me, give it to me. And he sucks out the medicine. <laughs> just inject it into their mouth. And they just like, like, don't care. So, yes. Thank you for your concern that Snickers the guinea pig has raspy breathing. But it has been twice <laughs> visited by a veterinarian. And do you know how hard it is to find a veterinarian that will see a guinea pig? Yes. That's another They were probably emergency calls, too, at $500 each. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. The husband did not ask, but I said, well, uh, it's just, you know, I mean, it's cheaper if it's a guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know that's not true. It's just like a mini is cheaper to do vet work with. Um, okay. Finally, let's see. James sent this one in Palomina mare for sale. $1,200 born on April 24th, 2011 Easter morning. That is good information. We needed Excuse to know that information when exactly they were born. And this is in Florida. So it is born on April 24th, 2011, Easter morning. Molly, wouldn't you expect it to be of some sort of religious? Yeah, anyway. Mary. <laughs> Mary, Easter, bunny, something. Molly isn't registered. And she is not perfect with her leads. And she doesn't neck ring. <laughs> and she's spooky. And she bucks. She she's also a hard keeper. <laughs> but you know what? She loves to eat. <laughs> Open to any trades for a horse that is registered, has confirmed leads, neck reins, does not spook, does not buck, requires less than twelve quarts of stupid expensive designer <laughs> grain a day to keep his or her ribs covered. <laughs> is this a joke? Oh my god. <laughs> That's great. You know, in sales, you first thing you learn is you don't focus on the negative. You focus on the positive. They had no positive here. It was nothing positive about this horse. You know what? Just get it out of here. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> Do you think the husband put this ad up, by the way? I The stupid I, I expensive designer grain tells me it was the husband. That's yeah. why I'm going husband. <laughs> That's why I'm going. All right. This is precious. We've been waiting for this. No, Are I don't know. I don't know yet. L- Lorene sent an ad in. And as you remember, a couple of weeks ago, she was tra- challenged by one of our New Zealand listeners to do a New Zealand accent doing an ad. And the New Zealand listener made a really good attempt to do Lorene's accent, no, which is Brooklyn. It was, ter- it was a good attempt. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was a good attempt. Uh, but, you know, it's hard for a New Zealand person to do a New York accent. So that's kind of tough. But Lorene, let's see if she accepted the challenge. Last week, she sent an ad in and she had not accepted the challenge and we said we She's were not like, going to play one again unless she accepted it so let's see let's i have not listened high to drama this. high drama here we go Lorene, don't disappoint us hi good morning it's Lorene Biden, and i have a really bad yeah. ad but before but oh, first before yes. i read my ad yes. um i want to apologize because the ad is late um we had to take one of the ponies to the clinic and for $1,200 of fun time was had by all. Oh, and no. Lisa in New Zealand, your ad was amazing. I don't think I can top that. Ugh. Lorene. Should I continue? Well, she she had to bring her She might say, but I'll try. Okay. Um, I've tried to do accents before, and my voice just doesn't work with it it's very humiliating and you <laughs> yeah, win beat me. but yeah like we aren't humiliated every day in this show lorraine I'm sorry did you just hear me talk about that palomina matter <laughs> okay <laughs> carry on though now that i have a friend in new zealand i will have to come and visit look at hrn uniting horse people everywhere we have to 
just travel countries and visit each other. But onto my ad, nope. I have an ad for a horse blanket, $45 in Boise. And the picture shows a blue and black zebra striped horse blanket draped over a red car. Uh, <laughs> why the blanket's not draped over a horse so you can see how it looks, I don't know. But apparently if it's this car. And the horse read the the ad reads This is a good cover for the other family member. He or she can be out in the barn. Space period space. But could use a cover for them chilly days. Call or text to see. Have a good day. Yes. Starbs go with blanket. Dot, 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 dot. So I have many questions. Why do you need Starbs to go with your blanket, <laughs> your horse blanket? I don't know. I don't know the size of this horse blanket or how it looks on the horse. But for $45, you can have this blue and black zebra-striped blanket that will fit your car. Thanks. Have a great day. And hang in there, people. 2020 is almost over. We're in the home stretch. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Well done, Lorene. We'll forgive you for not. Can I say that I want stuff. to go to New Zealand with Lorene? Yeah. Oh, that would be hilarious okay. being with the two of them at the same time. You need to just play the recorder the whole time. Just record the whole thing, the whole trip, and we'll just play it. That would be I mean, wonderful. you know, Lorene's been really good about sending him in. I haven't even had to do a, a well, she is New Jersey, New Jersey accent forever. <laughs> that would be perfect. I say go for it. Do it. All right. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you want to become an auditor, you can go to the uh, Horse Radio Network website and scroll down to the right side of the page. You'll see the auditor banner right there. If you want to get any of our swag, you can go to horseradionetwork.com slash gifts, and it'll tell you how to get to uh, our embroidered stuff and also our screen-printed stuff. Also, the Geldach stuff will be in there as well. And hold on. Most importantly... Free to a good home, an eight by ten photo of Mike Smith's butt that has been autographed. I would charge for that. I think you can get at least five dollars. I um, Abby, the, Glenn would like you to upload that video onto the auditor's page. Yes, you have to do that. That would be wonderful. I think that needs to be uploaded immediately onto the auditor's page. Uh -huh. well, all right, yeah, everybody, we'll be back on Monday with a new show. Have a terrific weekend. Be safe. Spay, neuter, geld. <laughs> <laughs>